This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Well, as far as unique or even crazy ideas go, this one seems out there. Using dust launched from the moon to reduce solar radiation and therefore help with climate change. Is such a thing possible? Well, it is real research being discussed by astrophysicists and astronomers at Harvard and the University of Utah, and it has been published. So let's find out more. Dr. Ben Bromley is the study lead and professor of physics and astronomy at the University of Utah and is with us now. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. This does seem a bit out there, Dr. Bromley. Can you explain to us what this is all about? Sure. Yeah, this is, uh, as you say, an out there uh, idea. And it uh, derives from research that uh, my collaborator, Scott Kenyon, and I have been doing for years on the formation of planets. Turns out when you build a planet like Earth, uh, it involves a lot of collisions between smaller bodies. And, and those collisions kick up a lot of dust. So we knew that um, a, a fair amount of dust, even a, a modest amount of mass in dust, can actually scatter an awful lot of sunlight or starlight. And we thought we might apply this idea that dust can, can sort of scatter away of the energy of a, of a host star to our home planet here on Earth. And that was what our research was focused on, was seeing what would be the potential of this idea, having dust reside between the Earth and Sun and seeing if it could reduce the amount of energy that falls on our planet. The hope is that um, if needed, and, and that's a... a uh, the, the actual hope is that it's not needed, um, would be that the uh, reduction in, in sunlight for a period of time could buy us time as we work, do the hard work to mitigate climate change here at home. Okay, so how would this work? What kind of benefits would having this dust, what would that do? Well, the idea of using dust in this way is to reduce the amount of energy that um, that basically hits the Earth's atmosphere. And if that is reduced, it may help the Earth's um, atmosphere maintain a lower temperature. The point of using dust is that you don't actually have to do anything to the Earth's atmosphere itself to uh, deflect or, re- or remove solar energy, you know, some of the incoming solar energy. So, so it would be a very distant solution um, and easier to model in, in our climate models than, than other possibilities. Okay, so tell me about the scenarios then in your in your research. Where did where did you find this might work? Okay, so that's a great question. Our research was really looking to explore different possibilities. When we first did our calculations, we um, understood that it would take an enormous amount of dust to have any impact on the Earth's climate. And the idea there is you um, think of putting dust in between the Earth and Sun, million miles or so away from the Earth, so you know, not, not near us at all. Um, and from, from there, just seeing what happens uh, to the dust as it is in, in between us, because it, it can drift away, and seeing how efficient it is at uh, scattering uh, the sunlight um, that, that would otherwise hit the Earth. So um, we envision just 
you know, hypothetically placing dust at a special point um, in the orbit uh, between um, Earth and Sun, known as the Lagrange point. And dust can kind of linger there, balanced out by forces from the Earth, gravitational forces, as well as gravitational forces from the Sun, and could potentially linger there for um, some time, providing uh, shade for the Earth. It turns out that the radiation pressure from the Sun tends to blow the dust away, which is good and bad. You don't necessarily want it to stay there forever. Um, but that is one idea, was somehow place dust in this special orbit. Another idea um, among the, the several that we considered was to actually just launch dust from the surface of the moon on a path that would intercept the Earth-Sun line of sight so that you know, it would just sort of cross in between us and the sun. It'd still be traveling, you know, like a you know, space vehicle or something, but it would provide shade for some time along its path. And, and just in, in case uh, you're, you're worried, these paths and, and the, the way the dust travels in, in any of these scenarios is such that it gets dispersed through the solar system and doesn't come raining down upon us again. Right. And so you didn't look at whether or not, like, how to do this. You just looked at whether or not there might be some benefits to this. Is that right? That's exactly right. You know, we are uh, astrophysicists. And our expertise lies in that domain, and we're not uh, climate scientists. So we, we couldn't, for example, say exactly how beneficial this, this um, potential idea might be or um, you know, how much dust you should use, what sort of deployment mechanisms would bring the most benefit. Nor are we, are we rocket scientists. So we leave it to uh, the experts if this idea um, should come to be seen as beneficial. Right. And it would be temporary, too, wouldn't it? Yes, that's a really great point. And the whole um, um, important uh, picture is that if this were a possible um, uh, benefit, it would be deployed as one small aspect of a larger climate change mitigation strategy. So this would essentially, as you said, in temporary, just buy us some time. It's so interesting, though, Dr. Rother. Do you have trouble sometimes explaining it to people because it does sound like something from, like, the plot of a movie? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It is, it is pretty far out there. You know, we, it helps to come at this problem from the astrophysics side where you just think, oh, I can, I can put a lot of dust wherever I want in my computer model. Let's see what happens. So that made the bar lower for us. Right. It is fascinating, though. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate the chance to talk to you. That's Dr. Ben Bromley, study lead and professor of physics and astronomy at the University of Utah.